Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to another installment of your favorite podcast, Wrestling with the Homies. I'm the homie Quan, yeah. and as always, I'm joined by my good friends, Jake Cooley. Peace. Let's get it. And my boy, Sylvan LeCute. You already know what time it is, man. What's good with my guys, man? You you looking a little different this week, Sylvan. You got a got haircut? A little, got a little cut cut going on, you know what I mean? He About thought Drake was dropping, that's why. Wow. <laughs> Yo. For those who don't know, you know, I'm a huge Drake fan. Cooley's a huge Dom Kennedy fan. Oh, <laughs> whoa, whoa. Yeah, hey, what's you, wrong you with Dom, man? He's trying to take shots. Hey, he's yo. Not, <laughs> he's not a good rapper. Listen, getting like, your hair. Like Dom Kennedy, man. Getting your hair cut Relax. for Drake's album release is nuts. He thought he was one of the dogs. He said, for all the my dogs. dogs, I'm a wolf. dog too. Woof, woof. <laughs> I had to get for the, the dogs, shade. though. <laughs> this pot is definitely, most definitely, most certainly for the dogs. You feel me? Max. You know who this pot ain't for, though? It ain't for CM Punk because, because oh, yeah. <laughs> yo, out the gate, yo, out the gate, CM Punk, yo, CM Punk fans, man, they 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 not rocking with, they not rocking with anything you say about CM Punk. But I just want to say, I just want to put this out there: we love CM Punk. We, yeah, we absolutely love CM Punk, especially me. Like, I was done re- watching wrestling at one point. I want to say it was like 2011, 2012. CM Punk and Brian Danielson are the reasons that I'm even back watching wrestling so like without them too this podcast probably would not exist because i wouldn't be a part of it so i love cm punk but the boy is a backstage problem like denying that is like denying the sky is blue at this point do i sound <laughs> I mean, crazy yeah. no not at all I mean, not at all he's right, definitely a backstage right. problem yeah cm punk is who cm punk is but look we spent a lot of the last episode speaking on how cm punk's backstage drama was overshadowing aw's big moment so let's change that. Let's talk about AEW's big moment for a second. So I'm going to preface it with this. We all know WWE has had an incredible year. WWE's on fire. They're incredible setting, um, I'm saying, like, they're setting um, attendance records everywhere they go. I can't remember the last time we saw a premium live event that didn't immediately have Triple H following with, oh, we just broke the, the record in this city or that city. So they're killing the game right now. Ratings pre-pandemic highs ratings are on fire and i would even say the product is probably the best it's been since what late 2000s or early 2000s yeah 03, yeah i say 04. i say late 04, 05. right the wwe is killing the game right now they're on fire bloodline is doing their thing judgment day is doing their thing wwe is killing it so with that said it's so confusing to me why aw fans <laughs> Or excuse me, why WWE fans are so upset about AEW's attendance at this Wembley show? Like, why are WWE fans so insecure about AEW killing all these records with this Wembley show? Their souls oh, are burning slow. God. Their souls, um, yeah, you can't say not. WWE fans are souls are burning like Michael Jackson's hair on the set of a Pepsi commercial. Them souls are burning. Oh, They're wow, burning. Man. Burning like Jay Z when Nas sent him ether. Them souls are burning. It's burning. And look, I know them souls are burning. You know why I know them souls are burning? Because y'all tried to downplay these numbers every single step of the way. I remember when this show was announced and people laughed. People said, Why is AEW doing Wembley? That's a big stadium. They can't fill that stadium. And then they did. I remember the expectations were 40K, and then they were 50K. And then 60, 70. 
we are moving past 80,000 people in one arena. This is the biggest, largest audience in the professional wrestling show's history. The largest. This is a five-year-old company. When AEW was first announced, I didn't think they would make it to this point. I'm not going to lie to y'all. When AEW was first announced, I said, oh, this is TNA Part 2. <laughs> this is Impact Wrestling Part 2. This Wembley show is bigger than anything Impact Wrestling ever did. Ever did. Now, I'm not sure how long this record is going to last. WWE might be petty and announce Wembley for next year. For, for all I know, WWE might break this record in two months. But at the end of the day, right now, right now, right this second, the largest single day audience in wrestling history doesn't belong to Vince McMahon. Doesn't belong to Triple H. It belongs to the drug addict, Tony Khan. Because that's what you said last week, ain't it? You yeah. call Tony Khan a drug addict, right? Drug addict. Yeah, he still is. You know what drug Tony Khan drug is addicts. addicted to? Tony Khan is addicted to the drug called success. <laughs> He's like DJ Khaled. He's suffering from success. Ah, brother. <laughs> now, look, now that I got that off my chest, I'm sorry. I just had to come in here and stunt on my brothers. But now that I got that off my chest, I do want to say that this is a very important moment in wrestling history, not just for AEW, but for wrestling as well. Because AEW having an attendance like this proves that wrestling is the healthiest it's been, if arguably ever. This is the most healthiest wrestling has ever been. And also it proves that there is enough space in this wrestling industry for a competitive brand. Like, let's just be honest. Competition is what <laughs> is what WWE thrives on. So WWE having competition makes their product better. Because without competition, WWE can just put anything they want on TV. And you got to watch it. Because where else are you going to go? Uh, the fact that the number two... What did, what, did, what did Triple H call AEW? Uh, um, a secondary promotion? Yeah. Secondary the the promotion, fact that man. a secondary promotion has the largest professional wrestling audience in history is insane. Now, I'm going to pass the rock off to y'all. Let's, let us know how important this moment is. But how much? That's my question. How, how much did they beat WWE's record by? And I, I want to I guess that you're talking about WrestleMania 32 because it was like 80,000 and 100 and something people at 32. Well, so we don't, like, what's we don't, the record by? So we don't, we don't know the exact specifics yet because the show hasn't happened. But we do know one thing and one thing is for sure and that that that's that this record is going to be broken. AEW is going oh. to have the largest audience in wrestling history this Saturday. Good for them, man. Good for them. Yeah, I mean, that's cool. Good for, good for AEW, <laughs> speak, man. Speak towards it. Let's be honest. Show, show some love, Sylvan. We I'm talked about how CM Punk was overshadowing. So let, let's change that. Let's show some love to what AEW is doing. This is an important moment in history. This yeah, is the new should. boom period. Yeah, this is an, this is an incredible feat for, um, for AEW. I mean, they could have done forty or 50,000. And it would have been an incredible feat for AEW, and you know, to see a to see another product outside of WWE do numbers like this is incredible. It just shows that wrestling is really in a completely different space than we would have ever imagined, right? So it's it's absolutely incredible. You know what I mean? Like I'm hats off to AEW. Let's just get that off the get that off the you know get that off the chest. I can't really speak for WWE fans having a problem. Oh, come or on. complaining come about on. the numbers You're one of, of the show. I personally, I'm saying I can't speak for the fans. I don't I don't know what they're saying. 
I know what I'm saying, but I don't know what they're saying. But I'll I'll stick I'll stick to what I'm saying. I am happy for AEW. I think this is going to be a phenomenal show. Um, it's going to be a long show. Oh my god, yeah, very. It might be like six hours. Yeah, be here for like eight hours, dog. Like we might be here for eight. We might be twelve to eight, low key. It's going to be a long, long show. However, you know, let's let's keep it a beam, though, man. You know, like let's let's just keep it a beam, man. Uh, nobody's nobody's tripping off of these numbers like that. You know, we're we it's cool. It's here, great. Here comes the it's downplay. incredible. Here comes the it's, it's incredible. Like this is this is great for wrestling, but nobody's tripping off of this statistic. It's it it's great for AEW, it's great for wrestling, but as far as WWE fans go, like come on, man. Like you think we real like this is an optics thing, bro. Like let's let's just keep it Wembley is an optics it's it's an it's an optics achievement in the grand scheme of what <laughs> AEW is doing. Like, what does that mean? Like, <laughs> it means that it means that number one, this is an incredible feat, but it was poised for AEW to succeed. It's no different than it's no different to me than presenting a product in that's already vastly popular in one area and introducing it to another area that's craving for it. And when you go to Wembley mm. Stadium, they're clamoring for AEW because number one, this is a product that hasn't been there. Number two, AEW is one of the biggest wrestling products. Let's just keep it a being in in wrestling right now. Number two to WWE. So of course, in my opinion, they're gonna do wildly successful in Wembley. Wembley at that, they're gonna do wildly successful. This is they're not. This isn't a cheapskate promotion, right? But also, we got to look at the the facts. Like they're not gonna be doing they're not doing this on a consecutive basis yet, right? right. Like I I'm not seeing them, you know, I'm not seeing them in the states doing consecutive I'm, stadiums and packing out sixty, seventy thousand, eighty thousand on a continuous basis. I mean, nobody nobody's doing numbers like that though. Like WWE is not even giving us eighty thousand every couple months. Like come I on, don't, now. I don't think they're, giving, us 50 they're definitely not giving though. us eighty. Yeah, they're giving us 50, 40, 60, 70 back to back to back to back. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that, this, that, this, these WWE are just optics. WWE at the end of the day. I'm just I'm just saying, like AEW, this is an optics win. Like it's a great win. It's it's incredible for wrestling. But you know, it's we're not taking away. I'm not I'm not gonna let that distract me from the fact that AEW is in 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 a bit of turmoil in terms of like what they're gonna do with their product. You know what I mean? Like they have been stalled. They have been flatlining as far as their ticket sales go in the states. Um, their viewership has been down. Uh, it, it it's where like all of this stuff is is still happening, even as you have the biggest, arguably the biggest show in professional wrestling history. So for me, it's like, this is a great win. It's dope on paper and we should celebrate and we should give them their wins. But when you start talking about WWE having a problem with this optic, it's just like, I don't really see that, bro. Like, I don't, maybe it's just me. I personally don't care. I don't care. (laughs) I don't care. I think it's great, but I don't have a problem with it. Cooley, let's be honest. Do you think WWE is bothered by these numbers? Because they moving like they are. Let's just be honest. I think bothered. I think, I think personally, maybe behind the scenes, like the business people. But as far as fans, it's like I don't understand why we will even care about numbers. 
when our goal is to have a great show put on in ring product uh, storylines. Um, all three of us is storyline people. So I don't understand why numbers even matter to the fans and why would well, we you know why hating we, on AEW. We know why though. It's it's the optics. People like let's just be honest. People love the things that they love to be to go unopposed. So there's a there's a segment of WWE fans that want WWE to just continue unopposed. They want WWE to be the only show in town because that's what it had been for probably most of their lives. Cuz for most yeah. of our lives that was the case. But at the end of the day, that's just not what it is anymore. Tony Khan has arrived. He stepped on the scene. He planted his foot down. He here. And he's about to have the largest audience in professional wrestling I history. I, I can't see I how we can turn a blind eye to that. Like, nobody, uh, I just, Sylvan, you know, like, be honest. You know they're bothered. I'll tell you why they're bothered. This is, bothered? This, is, this is proof that WWE is bothered by this. And I know bothered? they are. I know they are. I know they are. Because what it what happened at Money in the Bank when Grayson Waller came down to the ring and confronted John Cena? What was John Cena saying? Oh yeah, bringing WrestleMania. Oh yeah, let's bring WrestleMania to the UK. Yeah. Come on now, do you think that would have happened had yeah. this Wembley show not taken place? We Bro. know what it is. We know what WWE is trying to do right now. They want to step on this, and I don't blame them. That's just that's business. Is business is cutthroat. I get it. Competition. But let's baby. not let's not pretend like this don't exist. I just think everybody, I just think you're caught up in the moment. I think that you're caught up in the moment of AEW doing Wembley and it being this this monument monumental moment of professional wrestling uh, history. And that's cool, but it's still just, it's an optic win. Like the optics are in favor for that to be successful despite how the company is doing. I don't think wwe is going backstage like what are we going to do about this i think wwe is going to continue to do what they've always done which is be a multi-billion dollar company that (laughs) does that does numbers like that on a continuous basis despite where they go now it, it may not be the largest professional wrestling ticket gate in history that they have under their belt cool but it's not like they you can't know. do that on their own at any given point. Come on now. You, this is you, WWE. You, Sylvan, Sylvan, and I'm trying to keep I'm trying to keep real, it Sylvan. civil because in reality, <laughs> this isn't even Sylvan. really a conversation. If we're really talking for real, you know, I'm trying to be I'm trying to be civil. No, nah, talk, 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 talk that talk. Don't be civil. Talk that then talk. Let's talk that right. talk for real. You want to talk that talk for real? Let's bro, this is an optics win for AEW. I'm very happy for them, but th- bro, like I'm not even you can't talk to me. You nobody can talk to me about WWE, bro. <laughs> this is world wrestling entertainment. This is the biggest one of the biggest companies in the world. This is the premier company for professional wrestling, wrestling entertainment. You go to WWE to be a superstar, you go to AEW to be a professional wrestler. That's just how it goes, bro. Like, don't come to me talking about, yo, WWE sweating in their boots because they got, because the AEW has the largest professional wrestling ticket, live gate. Bro, okay, cool. That's not a big deal. Can AEW do that on a consecutive basis? Can they do 50,000 in can a Can WWE stadium? do it at all? Because bro, right, yes, like can, right now, bro. right don't now. Talk right to me. now. Don't talk to me right about, now. don't talk to me about, can the WWE do any large professional wrestling talk history to me about belongs that. to a five-year company, a bro, startup. This company anytime is you pre- Anytime you present infancy, a product, 
supply and demand. Anytime you you take a product that hasn't been available in a place and you give it to them and it's popular okay. in demand around the world or in a different area, of course it's going to do highly successful. This is so crack impact optics. So impact your <laughs> whoa. Oh, so I'm impact sorry. wrestling can walk into uh Wembley right now and sell it is out. Is impact can, as popular is, as AEW? What are you talking about? Why are you even bringing them into the conversation? Because, They're not because hot. It, they not hot in the streets. You talking about an old drug. An old drug is like ecstasy. We've seen the peak of it. They not popping hey, up, bro. Yo. You know what's hot? We talking about crack in the 80s. AEW is crack in the 80s. WWE so, is heroin, my nigga. Heroin's going to oh, always yo, be around. Wilding. Everybody's you're gonna wilding. always shoot the dope. Let's reel it in. I'm just saying. Let's reel it in. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. We're talking about optics here. You, you All I'm, I'm saying, saying is you're, you keep saying this whole optic things because you're, you're making it sound like anybody can just march into Wembley Stadium and set it out because, oh, because the product is over I'm there. I'm saying that when play. you come to me day, talking about WWE is worried about AEW because AEW has done an amazing feat. I never said WWE is worried about anything. I don't Bro, think you WWE said is w- worried. W- worried is the wrong word, but bothered WWE is, this- un- is a little unbothered, but bothered at the same time it's like okay okay so picture this bothered they're bothered you know they are picture this late 90s late 90s is coming through mj is fresh off his his six championships but he sees this young kid kobe coming through and he's peeking out he's like oh damn who is this talk about it and now he's a little uneasy about kobe doing his moves and being infatuated with his whole style but he, he still show love but deep down inside michael come on He's a little, a little bothered. It's and I and I feel you, that it's, it's this way with WWE and AEW. Absolutely. You know what this is? This is I got a better I got a better comparison. This is this is this is Michael Jordan and LeBron James. Remember when my remember when LeBron James won a championship in the bubble that bubble season? He got he got yeah, ring number four, baby. What happened directly after that? What happened directly after that? All of a sudden, Michael Jordan, <laughs> the last dance on ESPN. Yeah. Why was the last dance released? We all know. We all know that MJ he was shaking in his boots just a little bit. He saw LeBron James coming closer to that title, and he said, nah, let me remind them who I am. And that's what WWE did when they teased bringing WrestleMania to the UK. They see the largest wrestling audience in UK history and wrestling history belonging to Tony Khan and AEW, and they say, yo, let's just remind them who number one so we're let's gonna, bring WrestleMania <laughs> to call, the UK. We're gonna. I'm just. I just want to make sure that we're doing exactly what we're saying we're doing. We're calling. We're comparing AEW to LeBron James. Absolutely. Okay. Let me let me tell you something, brother. Let me tell you something right now, bro. AEW is an incredible product. Let's just get that out the way. Incredible product. Now, do I think they can be competitive with AEW? In the future, yes. Is this a sign that they can be competitive with, with, I mean, sorry, with WWE in the future? Yes. Is this a sign that they can be competitive with WWE in the future? True. I, I think it is. I think it's incredible. This is an incredible feat. But you have to really understand the optics of what's going on with AEW, bro. AEW is doing a really great thing. But their business is not showing that they are a contender against WWE right now or in the very near future for a very, very long time. Now, do I think WWE is seeing what's going on with AEW and being like, 
all right, we gonna we gonna do our thuck dizzle. Sure. Oh yeah, Com- competition. That oh, competition. Cool. A sure. Ago. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. I will give that to y'all. But this whole narrative of bothered, this whole narrative of worried, you gotta understand that there's levels to what WWE has already done and accomplished, where they're going, and how they're going to continue to evolve based so, off business optics that they've already secured for themselves. So, so AEW's if, if, not there, bro. So they're not. Then. You're struggling to fill out arenas. They're struggling to get half arenas. So how their long? Viewership so, is down, and their main star is a nutcase. So how you so gotta? How long, we gotta. We gotta cut. We gotta cut the BS, bro. This ain't. <laughs> this is. This is just. This is. These are just the facts. It's just so how so how long until WWE does consider AEW competition then? If 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 having the largest wrestling audience in history (laughs) still is still not considered competition to you, how how long until we get there? That's the wrong question. What what has to happen? Do they have to do it again? Do they have to break their own record? The right question number one and two biggest audiences. The right question is what does AEW need to do to be considered real competition to WWE and. That's what I I'm can't asking. answer that, and I can't answer that for them. I can't. Actually, I can't answer that for them. What they need to do is to be able to do the same numbers that WWE is doing, and in a lot of ways, be beating them. And they're not doing that. You know why WCW yeah, was competition to WWE? Because those guys were doing the same numbers, and then they started doing better numbers. They were literally having the same type of of response if not better than wwe that's called competition what we're seeing right now is a secondary promotion having a great win i don't think that aw necessarily has to beat wwe yes, at anything do. to be competition at the end yes, of the day do, we're comparing bro. that's what that's not even, that doesn't even make any sense you have to beat at somebody the end of the day competitive at the end of the day we're comparing an infant company to a 47 year old company why are you even bring so them up in the conversation? Them to step out? I don't want to talk about AEW being competitive <laughs> with WWE. They not even. Look, it's all not I'm even saying is that the largest it's wrestling audience in history belongs to AEW. If that's not a sign that this is clear competition, I don't know. Contradicting what yourself. Why are you bringing up? Why if you're tell if you're telling me that this is an infant company and we can't consider them competition, and then you're saying they're having that's not what I said and you, though. That's literally that's what you what just said. said. You're okay. saying that in order to be competition to WWE, AEW literally has to put WWE out of business. Like, come on now, that's I not happening. What did I this say is that? A, this I is said a they have to compete. I said they have to do better. They're competing for or better shares. numbers or just as much. That's all I'm saying. They're not in doing the that. Okay. okay. 80K is one event, bro. It's one event. And it's incredible. I'm not trying to downplay the achievement <laughs> that AEW has done. It's incredible. <laughs> but they're not competition to WWE. Like, what are we talking about, bro? This is not. No, history, it's not. History, history numbers-wise, that's a competition feat right there. Everybody want to have that top spot with numbers. We see it with... With rappers like you know the Drakes, the Kendricks, we we see it all the time, and I bro, feel you like- can go ten times platinum on a song because it's hot. You can get an old town road. Doesn't mean you're Drake. <laughs> what are you talking about, bro? Talking like what are you talking about? Albums, to me? man. You talking? That's talking ob- these are optics. Albums, man. You have a diamond album. Fifty Cent has Yo. a diamond album. Fifty <laughs> Cent is a Drake. Is- 
He's <laughs> not. It's a different Old Town Road, <laughs> bro. It, they are Old Town Road, bro. It's a hot moment. Oh my but can God. you do it? Consist? Can you do fifty thousand? And can you do fifty thousand in London? Can you do fifty thousand in the United States? Can you do sixty thousand in the United States? So at the end of the day, basically, what Sylvan is telling us that it's going to take a lot more than this one show being the largest, <laughs> largest audience in history to impress him. But at the end of the day, like I said, not what I'm saying. It is, it's impressive. It's, it's impressive what I'm to me. I'm, ar- so what I'm are already you impressed. Then? I'm saying it's going to take more than that to be competitive to WWE. That's all I'm saying. I'm impressed. I'm not only impressed. I'm very happy about this. And I'm upset that I have to sit here and downplay AEW's accomplishment because I enjoy them as a secondary promotion. But we're not going to paint this false narrative, B. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Like we not. Hey, it's all competition, man. It's all competition, man. WWE but it's not competition. Look at, look at, look at. It's not Double, competition, WWE, bro. Competition watch. is when two people can actually compete with one another. They're not competing. It's an alternative product. It just is. AEW, this is the ten ketchups. If, this is ketchup a- and mustard. If AEW just did the largest attendance, that's competition. It's not, it's bro. It's one show, bro. Like y'all, y'all are. Matter. They're not. They do. They're gonna do this one show, and then they're gonna do their dynamite, and they're gonna struggle to sell out the arena. So it's it's not it's not just one show. It's not just one show. Like obviously, technically speaking, this is one show that has the largest audience or whatever. But this is a five year old company that, <laughs> for the last five years, bro. has have had. One of the highest rated wrestling shows on TV. Now, is it is it beating SmackDown or Raw? Obviously not. Obviously not. Like, come on now. Come on now. I'm choosing SmackDown and Raw on most nights over AEW. And I'm an AEW fan. That's just what it is. But at the end of the day, this is a company that's only been around for five years. They've consistently brought numbers to the network that they're on. They have a video game now. They're touring more. They have house shows now. And now they're selling out shows overseas. Like, come on now. I mean, gotta, at some at point, this. we got to give props where they do. I'm give I've given props to AEW, and I will continue to give props to AEW. You know what I mean? Like, and it's the old age tale of tribalism. I love WWE. <laughs> I like AEW. I'm not sitting here like, does is AEW going to be competitive with WWE? I don't think they are. I don't. I enjoy them for what they are. It's the, it's the AEW people that are pushing this narrative that doesn't exist now you guys are doing great things but it's not competition because in order to be competitive somebody would have to be able to win and lose and as far as i'm concerned you guys are winning in your own way but if you're trying to compare yourself to wwe you're losing in every facet from a success standpoint that's how i see it now we don't have to do that right that doesn't have to be competition it could just be enjoying every product for what it is. I don't compare Impact to WWE. I don't compare New Japan Pro Wrestling to WWE. I enjoy every product for what it is. But when people start coming to me and being like, WWE is shaking in their boots because Look. an alternative company Look is doing an incredible feat reaction. with one show as the largest, Sounds- the largest ticketed gate in Wembley. Fully, ever. fully, ever. completely, ever, ever. completely, fully ever. will give you respect. But you're going to go back after that, and you're going to go to your dynamite, and you're going to struggle to fill out your arena, and you're going to have maybe an eight hundred to 900,000 viewership? You don't come to me and talk to me about competition. That is not competition. That is an alternative product. 
That is all that is. And I fully like AEW. Do not how, come on this podcast. Having, because, bothered. of course, look I'm how bothered. bothered this man is I don't want ADK. to have this Wimbley. conversation. Everybody Wimbley wants to come to me down. and say, oh, Wimbley man, got him this sick. is so crazy. Uh-oh. Don't come to me talking about competition, bro. Everybody Wimbley wants to live sick. in la-la-land. Live in reality. I am a reality-based person. I'm looking at things for what they are. It's y'all people who want to take a single event and make it more than it's what history. it is. Appreciate it for what it is. It's history. It's life-defining. It's incredible. It's great for pro wrestling. This is not competition. It's not. That's all I'm saying. So hey, we, we going to Whether it's competition. You said what? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go I was going to <laughs> say, we're going to have to spin the block to this conversation when WWE, Little Brothers, AEW, with this record. Oh, because absolutely. you know it's coming. to do it. It's, coming. it's like it's like, like it's like how Jay Z dropped something every time. Now every single time, now. exactly, like, exactly. And look, I'm a I'm a I'm an AEW fan. It's no secret. But I already know WWE gonna come in and crush the building. They 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 gonna do it just just to show who's boss. They they're going to announce Wembley, or probably a bigger stadium than Wembley, like in the next couple years. And they gonna smash this record. They are gonna do like a hundred k. And when that happens, we'll have that conversation. But until then, the largest live audience in wrestling history doesn't belong to Vince McMahon, doesn't belong to Triple H, <laughs> doesn't belong to Eric Bischoff, Ted Turner, whoever you want to name, belongs to Tony Khan. Shout out to Wembley, and they bought and they bought. And Wembley's capacity is, uh, is 90k. Just, oh, I just so want everyone. I just want everyone there. to enjoy. I just want everyone to enjoy wrestling without creating narratives that don't exist. That's all. <laughs> all right. Well, what what you got for us today, Sylvan? Because I know you, you in the group chat, you you alluded to some things about my, one of my favorite wrestlers, Seth Rollins. You 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 had some things to say about his run. So, since you're yelling and screaming at us right now, I'm gonna let you get that off your chest too. Man, I appreciate you, brothers, for allowing me to vent and get myself together. I was not trying to go to that space as you. No, guys we needed that. Though. We needed that. I, this, this, I this is what I wanted. That's the energy I wanted to see. I was trying. I, know you bothered. Yeah, man. I was try- uh, bothered. Wow. I know you bothered. I, you that's the what? energy I wanted. I'm only. Bo- I'm bothered by delusion. I'm bothered <laughs> by false narratives. I'm bothered by fantasies. I don't have the luxury to live in fantasy. I have to deal with reality as it is every single day, and it bothers me when people come to me with false narratives. And delusion, but that's neither here nor there. I appreciate you, my brothers, for bringing that dog out of me. Hey, we appreciate you too, my brother. I probably, I probably lost it because Straight didn't. For all my dogs, I think honestly, honestly, I think all of Drake for all my dogs, baby. I think all the frustration of not of Drake not dropping just came out. And that, that was hot. <laughs> Drake, you played us, oh, man. man. You did. played us, bro. You played us, man. You doing this like The Rock keep doing this, just not showing up. Come on, Bro, Drake. come on, man. <laughs> come on, Drake. But look, um, look, I have, I have some. Uh, I, I, I was originally gonna make this about a, a certain wrestler, um, until my until my brothers, uh, kind of, you know, gave me some real game and perspective on what I should really be talking about, and I want to <laughs> talk about. One of the most prolific wrestlers of our time and our generation, Seth Rollins, arguably, quite possibly one of the best wrestlers um, of our generation, definitely future Hall of Famer, um, giving him all of his roses. And he's honestly uh, one of the most interesting characters to watch right now. 
uh, in a lot of ways approaching his peak. And um, I think it's time for him to close and wrap up his world heavyweight <laughs> championship. <That> was <laughs> It's time to wrap it up, bro. It's time to wrap it up. It's time to get this He gave this a mad done. props and then said, get him out of here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right, get him out of here, out. man. Look, you got to get out of here, man. I, I want to I wanna preface this by saying that I don't think uh, Seth Rollins' reign has been bad. I actually think it's been pretty solid. And I think nope. that considering everything that we've been through with Roman Reigns having this WWE Universal Championship for as long as we've had it, having the World Heavyweight Championship be legitimized with someone that quite frankly, it was safe, uh, was the right move, right? Seth Rollins is at the peak of his popularity. Not only that, in a lot of ways, he's at the peak of his performance. Um, just overall, just in a one of the most popular wrestlers in the world. But we've seen Seth Rollins with the championship a million times. Um, right. We Roman Reigns has had this championship for three years now. And we've seen him, and prior to that, we've seen him with the championship, I don't know how many times we haven't had a new champion crown, like a brand new first time ever champion crown since Big E. And um, one thing that I can say about uh, AEW is that, I mean, because of its infancy, right? Like you can't, it's not really a fair comparison, but it's exciting to see their new champions. Everybody's a new champion, right? You get Mm -hmm. the belt and it feels like, wow, we get to see MJF. We get to see Hangman Adam Page. It's fresh. It's like, wow, what's this legacy going to be? WWE hasn't had that in a very long time. And as far as I'm concerned, I feel like that's making the product a little bit stale. And it's, I I think they're working around it because obviously WWE is is WWE. And Seth Rollins is also Seth Rollins. So I'm not not here to shit on this reign. But I do see a stale, stale component when we're not seeing new stars um that deserve a belt and a title shot really usher us into the new frontier of professional wrestling with the WWE now we've seen it with uh you know the other belts like IC title the United States championship um but for some reason we have not gotten around to it. Well, I know the reason, but you know, I, you know, <laughs> his, name, we, is Roman his name is Roman Reigns. Like we know why we haven't seen a new, you know, we them ones. We know why we haven't seen it. But I also want to add to the fact that recently Seth Rollins has talked about his lumbar issues and that he's had lower back issues mm-hmm. for the past five years. And as someone who has recently gone through lower back pain and lower back issues himself, I can't imagine wrestling at the way that he's been wrestling and taking the bumps he's been taking and having the competitive 30 40 minute matches on pay-per-views and, right you know Those top rope falcon arrows top and rope falcon arrows like, and chair crazy. shots whatever i can't see myself doing that with those type of issues and he doesn't know he, he had an interview saying that he didn't know how much longer he could actually continue to do something like this and for me this is the perfect time for him to exit maybe enter into a part-time role temporarily and really start figuring out how he's going to heal himself because Seth Rollins is fairly young. In my opinion, he's fairly yeah. young. And I think he's got another 10, 15 in him uh, with a different wrestling style, but I want him at hundred percent. Right. And I don't want to see this guy injured to the point where he's forced into an early retirement. Um, and with that being said, I also feel like it's time for a new champion that we all can maybe possibly agree on as a unit of black brothers. I think we need to pass this championship off. Not to Nakamura, 
who you uh, but to make Gunther. sure you said wait to who it's Gunther it's a Gunther 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 my brothers oh yeah, my Gunther. god it's man. time listen I think if we're I Gunther Gunther nah. look I look guys I just want to be honest with you all Gunther is poised in a way that makes sense for a transition into the future, but also a transition that we're all collectively going to believe believe in. We've seen this guy have an unprecedented reign with the IC title. I haven't seen this IC title be feel as important maybe the Miz. since the Miz in 2017. And I, that was I six years I ago. Uh, yep, absolutely. You already know what time it was, man. You know, I'm a Miz guy. You know me. You know me. Um, you know me. I, I also want to point out the fact that this guy was one of the last two in the previous Royal Rumble with Cody Rhodes. Mm. Um, I also want to point out the fact that he has a faction that's already heavily esteemed and incredible. <laughs> and we could see either one of those guys, you know, get a United Stop States it. championship Stop or an it. IC title. Ludwig Kaiser and, and Giovanni Vinci. Right Are we for real? <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, Come on, absolutely, man. man. You know, Come and on. I also want to say, I also want to stick to the fact that um, as much as I wanted Finn to win the championship, Nah, that's my guy. As much champion. as I wanted, as that's much as I wanted my Finn, guy. that's who, sh- and that's who should be champion. Uh, we've seen Finn around for a while, and we haven't seen. We're just getting really used to Gunther, but he's also been elevated to a place that makes sense for a transition of a new star that's no. believable as a world heavyweight. No, champion. thank you for coming to no. my TED talk. Uh, I cool, appreciate yeah. every single one of you all. And, I'm gonna uh, pass this off to you. Listen, I'm gonna pass this off to you because I'm about to scream on this man. So Assalamu alaikum. You... Uh, you know, Yo, all so that. To, the, uh, to, to the audience, uh, I want to apologize for Sylvan's insane comments about Gunther. Gunther is a, he's a great wrestler. I like what he's great. doing with the IC title. But Gunther, but y- y- y'all know Baylor is my guy. Finn, I've been rocking with Finn for the longest, man. It's seven years overdue. He it's needs not gonna his happen. get back. He needs it's his not get gonna back. happen. He needs that. It, it's, he needs it's that. It's not going listen. to happen. His faction is seceding top levels to the point where people are tired of it. Right? Talk factions it. are factions are formed to get guys over, and then they break up and have a feud. Finn needs to get this title, and eventually Priest can you know later down the line cash in right. and create that feud. But Finn needs this belt. It's long overdue. I'm sorry. I can see him at the top. Great in-ring. Great mic. He has it all. Gunther? What what Soulja Boy said? Gunther. 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 I I love I love Finn. Gunther? It's not gonna happen. All right, right, let me let let me let me put y'all both in y'all place. First of all, this is the very first. WWE title reign, like the very first one, because they just they just created this belt. I know it has the old lineage, but they just created this new belt. We've never seen this new belt until Seth Rollins got it, and because of that, Seth Rollins' run should probably last a little bit longer, just so we build that title up before he drops it to anybody. So I'm not mad at Seth Rollins still having the title. I would like to see somebody new, just because that's just who I am. I like to see new champions, but at the end of the day, like I said, it's a new title, so. We should probably let that rock for about eight or nine months before we finally pass that off. Don't you think? I, just I would think like to get it. But I don't, I don't want <laughs> right, to see. Right. I just don't want to see Seth get hurt. That's, that's right. I, 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 yeah. I definitely don't want to see. 
I definitely I don't want to see Seth get hurt, but so I feel like he should still build that up. But if he does drop the title, Sylvan is out his goddamn mind if he think Gunther <laughs> should be the one to take it. <laughs> now, look, I understand. Like, I love Gunther. I think he's incredible in ring as a wrestler. What are we talking about Gunther? Like, who knows who Gunther is? You don't walk down the street and ask a little kid who their favorite wrestler are, and they're going to say Gunther. Like, nobody – Gunther – Gunther's not a star. I'm sorry, but he's not a star. He's being presented as a final boss in WWE, and I love the way he's being presented. And all his matches are fire. He even had a great match with Braun Strowman, and we all know <laughs> nobody has a great match with Braun Strowman. But Gunther is not on that level of a Seth Rollins or a Cody Rhodes or even a Finn Balor. If if I'm walking down the street and I walk past Gunther, who's even going to know who that is? It's Gunther. I might think it's Jokic. Oh, absolutely, man. Uh, I'm saying. I might think think it's Jokic. Jokic. No, don't, don't get Come it done. No, Finn Balor, Finn Balor's that guy. Come on now. We all know what Finn Balor meant him. to the Tumblr era. Come on now. We all Amber know. Kami we model, all know baby. Finn Balor's. That's the Amber Kami model. That's, it, it was girls out there who was posting nonstop Finn Balor gifts back in the day. Like, we all know what it is. Finn Balor should have that title. And I personally think that Finn Balor is the next world champion. I know y'all don't see the vision because he lost those I, matches I back to back to back to Seth. But I'm telling you. I'm I'm paying attention. I'm paying close attention to what they're doing with this money in the bank briefcase. And JD McDonough keeps make, making these comments about, oh, Damian Priest, this this money in the bank briefcase is coming in between you and Finn Balor. Maybe you should get rid of it. They're doing this on purpose. They planting them seeds somehow, some way. Yeah. Finn Balor's yeah. gonna end up with that money in the bank briefcase, and he's gonna cash in and finally get one up on Seth Rollins. I see the vision. I will bet my life on it. I will. What shoes am I wearing? Hold up. I will bet my off-white Jordan twos on it. My God, Ben Balor is going to get that championship. Okay, if he if he doesn't, I will drop. <laughs> listen, listen. I will shoe. I will I will personally drop this shoe off at your crib, Sylvan. So you can have them. If, I don't think Ben Balor do don't touch this championship. Ben Balor is going to be the next world champion. I promise you. I I would like to see Finn Balor as the next world champion. I I was in the group chat with y'all telling y'all, yo, Finn got to win this, man. Finn's really the the one who needs to be winning this. But the way they treating this man right now, I don't know. I Trust I just don't. I don't. I don't know. You know what I mean? Let it play and, out. I mean, trust the process. I, I, I'll try. Out. I'll I'll try. You know what I mean? I'm really gonna try. But I I the way I see it is that Gunther is probably gonna lose this title to Chad Gable sometime soon. Be- before the I think, street, I think. Uh, no, nah, I don't think before. The we got to beat the honky man. I think. I think. I think, yeah. I think. I think. I think he's gonna beat the streak because I mean, obviously. But after that, I do think Chad Gable is going to win that IC title. I think I think it's poised. I think they're making it a believable thing. He had the count out um, and gave Gunther his first pin and a very well, not pin, pin, but like you know, pin, technically technical loss, I guess, or you know, count uh, <laughs> since I don't. You know Anyways, what? you know him, you know what's funny Chad. It's <laughs> like I don't, like, not, I don't even know how to describe that. Like, how do you? You know do what's this? funny about that? And look, my bad, my bad for getting off topic a little bit. But it's so funny how Vince McMahon just had back surgery, so he's out the office or whatever. And immediately we got Chad Gable beating Gunther. We got Tommaso Ciampa back on TV reunited yeah, with, right? with Johnny Gargano. It's like <laughs> Triple H can't wait for Vince McMahon to get out of there. He's <laughs> it's like, get the hell out of here. Let me do what I what I really want right. to do. But I just feel like I, I just feel like Gunther is new. He's fresh. 
And I want to see a, a new fresh champion. I like Finn a lot, you know, but we've seen Finn know. around for a long time. And I feel like they're really they're really struggling to to um, pull the trigger on Finn. And, you know, I, I mean, it, look, I just don't like the fact that he's going up against Seth and losing so many times. It has it's to be like, some end game. There has to be. There has, has I mean, it be. has to be something, bro, because there, if there is no end game, just, it's just like Finn's going to be there at this at this space forever it's just like pay attention. i'm just telling you pay attention to that money in the brain beefcase because they, like, they keep making older, these man. comments they keep making these slick comments about oh maybe you should get rid of that briefcase like it's 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 leading to something it he can't just be for nothing he also getting older man like you know the the, the body starts withering withering down and you know i, I don't want like him to get injured or anything now nah, he's in his 40s isn't he oh i think he's like 42 yeah he's like 42, oh, he moves, 43 he moves better than and, me what the hell yeah, man. <laughs> right but he's an he's an incredible athlete and also he like when you're 42 and you're making those you're wrestling like he wrestles like he is a he is a wrestler's wrestler right like right. he's not in there right. like like as much as i love la Knight, he's not la Knight where it's just right. like bro wrestling very safe um you know what i mean like or miz like you're very safe wrestler we're not really going to you for like five star matches and that's okay it's not a big deal um but this guy is wrestling at a high level in his 40s, right. man. So I just feel like, bro, if there's any time to pull it, pull it now. But if you ain't going to pull it, then give it to Gunther. Because who else? I'm like, who else is fresh and believable and, you know, it's a future star? And I like Gunther. I'm not going to – I don't want to sound like I don't like Gunther. I think he's incredible. I just – I don't know about the marketability of, of a Gunther. I just don't know if he has that star power to really – propel him to be the one to take that title especially when you're on a brand that has like cody rhodes i mean let's see i mean dominic i would Mysterio. love it's like yeah. brock lesnar and i mean but gunther? i mean dominic dominic can, isn't can, ready can, can gunther stand next to any of them like yes, does gunther he, even I mean, have a t-shirt like i'm not even talking about, I'm not even talking about merchandise sales but does gunther even have a shirt all right, first off, like, Rey Mysterio is Rey Sylvan. Mysterio. Oh, we're not wait, gonna, Sylvan, we're Sylvan, not going to make Sylvan. that a thing. Like, just, just answer this one question for me. Do you honestly in your heart believe that there's a single wrestling fan out there saying, yo, I got to buy these tickets for payback next week because I can't miss this Gunther match. I have to go see Gunther live. Like, come on, we know that don't exist. This is my thing, right? Like, at a certain point, you have to take a risk on a wrestler when you see that they have all the attributes that are promising for them to become that right. Like triple H at a certain LA point Knight. had to be, had to become, had to become risky was risky was a risk. Um, when he became WWE champion, he had to do a lot. This guy had to become the leader of DX. <laughs> you know what I mean? Guy that had to like, <laughs> had to have uh, the blood feuds with Foley. Like this dude had the to, rock, you know, had to, Austin, had to take, rock, yeah, had to rock man. the Austin had to take a year of losses uh for um <laughs> for when the click yeah it took a year loss the call. yeah at a certain and you know he call. wasn't he's not the most like you know he wasn't selling more merch than the rock or stone cold or even damn near the undertaker but at a certain point it's like well you got to give this guy a shot to like to to see if he can be that guy and he he became that guy he became the game he became the most hated wrestler of all time he found his angle in his niche and i feel like at a certain point you have to give um, these new stars uh, a chance to become that if they are promising. I mean, if you can just put the belt on Brock Lesnar after, you know, two months, and you know, I mean, why can't you do it with a Gunther? Right. So that's all I'm saying. I'm I'm not saying that he's you know I'm not saying that he's poised right now. Like, nah, not at all. But right. 
I mean, we can't play it safe forever, WWE. I mean, like, shout out to Gunter, whoa, whoa. man. He, he, he's good, but I just I just don't see it happening. That's just me, you know. I, I want Finn, I want Finn to win it, but I don't see Finn winning, man. They they teasing me too much, bro. This dude's been losing back to back to Seth, going through upset after upset. <laughs> I'm like, bro, don't let this like like don't don't just do this and we've seen it already. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, bro. I'm like, y'all pay attention though. Pay attention to that money in the break briefcase. That's all I'm saying is something going on with that, and I I got a feeling Finn gonna end up with it. But I will say this: <clears throat> whatever does happen with this championship. I do want to say that we do love Seth Rollins to death. Yeah, he's one of my favorites of all time, and I'm I know I know Cooley. Cooley loves Seth Rollins. Like yeah, that's his thanks. guy. That's one of his guys. So we'll see. We'll let it play out. But if Seth Rollins does end up having a long reign, there's not a more deserving person than Seth Rollins at the end of the day. Because we talked, we talked man. about you're right. But we've we've talked about it on this podcast actually. How in 2022, Seth Rollins had more losses than anybody on the roster. Yeah. So it's like. He's finally being rewarded for all the good work that he's done. I don't mind if it lasts a little bit longer. Why not? I mean, I don't mind to, pick, either, man. Just be safe. to piggyback off uh, Sylvan, pause in my Dame Dash voice. Uh, pause. I big have, pause. Yeah, yeah, big pause, big pause. But uh, I have lower back issues too, and them things are not, it's, it's not fun. And I can't even imagine what Seth is going through. He's, you know, he's doing this at a professional level. I'm just a regular guy going to work, doing a nine to five, and I'm still having problems. So I don't want him to be in no edge, stone cold situation. So maybe right. if he think that it's not, you know, as a hundred percent, he should, you know, drop the title soon. I can't eight months. Take care crazy. of your health, Seth. Plus, Take back care injuries, of your health, man. You know, you back, know, back injuries. injuries. Look, yeah, don't you don't want to you you never want to be that guy that overstays your welcome. Like, no matter how hard you're killing it at the top, when you start to have those issues with your lower back and groin and, area, you know, arthritis in the knees, sometimes it's time to, to wrap it up. Go be a backstage producer. Go do something else. But, um, we'll I honestly feel like if he took time off right now and just, re- like, repaired himself for, like, two He'd years. He'd be good. Bro, he He'd would come good. back more popular than he's ever been. In my right. opinion, but I mean, I, I get it. it. You work really hard to get to where you. And are. I do, I do also yeah. wonder how much of this is kayfabe and how much is real. Because I, for all we know, Seth Rollins could be fine. Uh. He might just be like, <laughs> he might have a little bit of lower back pain, and he's just playing it up for the storylines. Like we don't know. We honestly don't know at the end of the day. Yeah. But whatever happens, I'm I'm here for the ride. I love Gunther. I love Seth Rollins, and I love Finn Balor. So I really just want what's best for all three of those guys. Facts. But with that said, y'all know what time it is. My favorite time of the show. Cooley's Rundown. Cooley, what's going on in the wrestling world? Talk to me, baby. Talk to me. Talk to me. It's a lot going on in the wrestling world, and we're going to stay on this Judgment Day train. You know, we're going to stay on track, and we're going to talk about the IWC for a second, man. So the IWC Uh is very upset about the overexposure of the Judgment Day. Now, I will say that the IWC is very impatient. <laughs> we all know this. We all know this. They don't let anything play out. Me personally, I just... love what WWE is doing with the Judgment Day. Um, I'm letting the ride out. Uh, and apparently, everybody is just fed up with these guys. They've been main inventing Raw for the past, what, three months? Like, <laughs> yeah. Three months? <laughs> every, so, single, I mean, every single show. Everybody is tired of it. <laughs> I'm with it. I'm with it. I get it. I get it. 
Look, I, I understand the frustration because when you really think about it, it's like not only is Judgment Day dominating every single main event of Raw and the opening <laughs> of Raw, but then the next day we got Rhea Ripley and, and Dominic Mysterio dominating NXT opening NXT. and closing. So it's like, yo, <laughs> Judgment Day is they, – they pretty much replaced Bloodline. They're all over TV. They hot. But <laughs> they hot. Like Cooley said, they hot. So – I'm not mad at it, but I do understand the frustration. At the end of the day, we just got to realize that, look, this is this is four guys who hasn't really had their moment. We all know Dominic Mysterio was struggling on that main roster. We all hated him at one point, and now we love to hate him, which is a whole different type of <laughs> – that's a whole different type of love. Rhea Ripley, she was kind of bouncing around on the main roster before she really found her groove in this. And we know what, what it's been like with Finn Balor. He's been in and out. He got sent back down to NXT at one point because they just didn't have plans for him. So it was like these guys finally made their way to the top and got to a position where people are tuning in to see them. So let it rock out for a little bit. And also the IWC is a very small percentage of wrestling fans. Like it's a lot of wrestling fans. Like every wrestling fan has access to the Internet, obviously. But every wrestling fan ain't on Twitter talking about it and on message boards interacting with it. Matter of fact, most wrestling fans probably don't interact with wrestling after the show ends. They keep it moving on to the next TV show. Facts. So we got to realize that the IWC ain't the end-all, be-all. So WWE needs to ignore what they're saying and keep doing what they're doing. I don't care about the IWC, man. They don't even know what they want. Like, what are you talking <laughs> And about? we're a part of the IWC, to be honest. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like, what, what, like, what do you really want? Like, what do you want if like okay cool judgment day isn't a part of the as much tv time as they've been on raw now what do you want like what do you really want like what's the alternative there is no alternative because these guys are hot that's what you do in wrestling you take the hot thing and you keep showing it because it's hot you know what i'm saying like you don't just take it off because You've had a lot of it. You don't just take Stone Cold Steve so Austin off of TV because, <laughs> because the IWC, because don't want the him IWC is tired of seeing him stun everybody at the end of every show. No, not at all. You don't do that. So, like, I just look at it as as much as people are complaining, um, it's just it's really just because everyone is just really unsatisfied with with like how booking goes, right? And it's like, but the IWC is is just one small percentage of a fracture of the fan base of people who actually watch wrestling. Right. Think about how you used to watch wrestling as a kid. You weren't you you didn't have Twitter or or anything to complain about. You were just enjoying the product and you're just happy to be able to watch wrestling. So remember that. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you can never if you want to run a successful if you want to run a successful wrestling business or a wrestling company, you can never bend to the IWC because never you really can't nah. please people who don't want to be pleased. You give the IWC what they want, you know what they're gonna do? They're gonna ask for something else. Mm-hmm. Gonna, and then when you give them that, they're gonna ask for something else. And the minute that you don't give them what they want, they're gonna scream and kick. Mm-hmm. So you can't you can't bend to what they do. That's one of my problems with Tony Khan. I love Tony Khan. But a lot of the times he 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 he's too giving. He gives people what they want too soon and too quick. Sometimes you gotta build your story. Don't just give them what they want every single time, because then they gonna ask for right. more and they're never gonna be pleased. Never. Hey man, shout out to Judgment Day, man. We see you. We believe in you. We see the vision. All right. So we gonna we gonna take it to the yes, next topic. Ava Rain made her WWE singles in-ring debut at a house show in Tampa, Florida. For those who don't know, Ava Rain. Good job. 
Ava Rain is the Rocks, aka the People's Champions, daughter. So she she finally, you know, in that ring going crazy. She, she's been signed, I believe, three years now, because she was at yeah. the PC the performance center mm-hmm. a couple years ago. So, yo, shout out to her. Shout, shout out, out to Ava. I see big things. I I see big things in her future. She doesn't have a whole lot of fans right now online. They be killing her every week for her promo ability and. Yeah, <laughs> her ring work, but at the end of the day, this is a young girl, man. We got to give her time to really get into her her groove. And honestly, her character right now, as it is, it might be a little bit of a miscast because she's in some some cult like faction called Schism. Yeah. And I don't like. We all know that's the Rock's daughter, so it's hard. To, it's hard for us to look at someone that comes from the rock and really see like a cold <laughs> weird dark gimmick like it just it, it doesn't really make sense but at the end of the day she's just getting her feet wet in this she got a long career ahead of her so shout out right. to her man i'm glad she debuted maybe one day she can join zilla <laughs> in this bloodline faction shouts to ava man um i do think that it's gonna be t- <clears throat> i think it's gonna be tough for her because it's gonna be like a lot of unnecessary pressure um it's like you know the daughter of the rock is yeah. just really really insane um I mean, I, I remember when Charlotte had the same, you know, the same issues as well, you know, mm-hmm. being the daughter of Ric Flair. And she had to really, she, you know, that's why I love Charlotte because she's not just good, like she's incredible. You know what I mean? She gets in that ring and it's just like undeniable, you know? And I think um, Ava has a hell of a journey to go. And it's unfortunate that she has to be under the micro I mean, the micro, uh, whatever. Microscope. You know, the, the microscope. <laughs> microscope, uh, bro. Yeah, microscope. I was going to say microscopic, but I'm saying that. <laughs> it sucks that she has to be under the microscope of uh, legacy uh, because of The Rock. But, you know, she'll find her way. And I think that her promo skills are, you know, okay. Not really great. But her end ring is, you know, pretty green. But she's just getting started, man. And just, I, I think she's going to go as far as she needs to go. Right. And a big part of that is because of WWE. They're probably yeah, man. It's tough being on, under that spot. Like as Marcus and uh, Jeffrey Jordan, right? You know, yeah. uh, Ronnie James. That's what. Yeah, that's why Ronnie I'm kind of glad that they're not really playing into the whole rock thing, and they're just kind of letting her do her right now because that's a yeah. lot of pressure to live up to. Like yeah, like Bronny James. Like they call him Bronny, but his name is LeBron, LeBron. James. I be Jr. forgetting that. Yeah. I be you know, forgetting that all the time. That's that's tough. That's, crazy. that's tough. So tough. Yeah. LeBron, why you do that, bro? <laughs> <laughs> For real, like, why, why would you do, you that, do that to that yeah. boy, man? Call him Sam LeBron. or something. Yeah, Josh, Yo, sh- shout out, shout out, Ava, man. So now this takes us to our next topic. Seven might hate this, but I'm gonna bring it up. Um, Dana White addresses <laughs> possible. You know where he's going. Mr. Dana White of, you know, USC addresses possible Ronda Rousey return for USC 300. Yo, what is going on? Is she returning or is it cap? I don't know. It's big cap. It's big cap. I believe it when I see it. Dana's just talking. Dana's just talking. He's doing what he's doing and promoting. But at the end of the day, we all know. We all come on now. We all know Ronda Rousey is never stepping foot in that octagon again. Her MMA career is done, just like her wrestling career. She's about to go sell off into the sunset, have some more kids with her husband, and let that be that. I mean, <laughs> Ronda I would, Rousey I would, is not fighting again. I would ask her on a DM, but you know her DMs is closed, you know, and her tags are closed, <laughs> so I can't ask, you know, what's going on with her. So. Who knows, man? Ronda be running from the grind, man. (laughs) Why are you running from the grind, Ronda? I had your back last time, but you running. 
You really maybe, running? Maybe Sylvan right, man. I don't running. care. I don't care what Rhonda does. Rhonda, I don't care what you do. I don't <laughs> care what you do. Like, I don't care what you do, bro. Like, just stay far away from the sport that I love. Stay far away from wrestling because you're not wanted over here. Whatever okay, you decide wild, to do, bro. go do it. You're go do wild, that. Man. I don't care. Go sail a boat. Go learn how to play chess. Go be a rapper. You know what I'm saying? I don't know whatever you want. Whoa, like, whoa. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, go be a rapper. Do something. But hey, like, what would a Ronda 16 sound like? What would she even rap about? Probably rap about her career. I don't know. I don't know. Man. You know what, what I mean? Or her family 16. and how much she loves them. That's great. <laughs> She'll I come on some sexy red. I... <laughs> I it might be like Whoa you know Vicky I mean? or something. I don't know. Could be. You know what I mean? <laughs> go do something. Vicky, man. But don't, Vicky, yeah. don't come around here no more, yo. Like, I, I don't come around here. And if you go to the UFC, I, who cares? I don't care. I don't care. I don't care what you do. Just stay far away from the sport that I love because I don't want you over there. That's <laughs> all I got. Clearly, you know. Yeah, you suck. Seven not down with, uh, with the Ronda train, you know. So, hey. Shout out. Good luck to you. We're going to see if it's true or not in the upcoming weeks. Beat it, Ronda. But, uh, Let's spin it back to Gunther. We was talking about Gunther earlier. Uh, someone had mentioned about his match with Gable. Now, WWE hit the fans with the ultimate swerve. Gable, Chad Gable beat Chad Gunther. Gable. Like, what is going on? It caught That was shocking. Yeah, I don't understand what's going on. Is this setting up for a possible IC title match at Payback? I don't I don't know what's going on. It's just confusing, y'all. That seems that seems to be the belief right now that Chad Gable might be the one to defeat Gunther. I don't see it. I don't see it, but if he is, shout out to Chad Gable, man. He it couldn't go to a more deserving person. He's been on that main roster for what <laughs> Damn near 10 years now. He's only had tag team title runs. He's never had a singles championship. So if Chad Gable is the one to defeat Gunther, I'm here for it. And shout out to Samantha Irwin for her announcing in a way that she says Chad Gable's name. That's so hilarious. She'd be like, Chad Gable. (laughs) (laughs) She's great, man. She's the way she said Giovanni Vinci. Yeah, she's fine. I love she, be, she be sitting down too. She be sitting down. Yeah, she be bodying that. Yeah. She be bodying yeah, running this thing, it, man. Shout and out I love her. how she uh on the Instagram she do the videos when she's doing the live and she's like talking. I'm like, that's fire, bro. She I'm be like, like dancing, I like that. I can't do all that. Like, man, she's yeah. cool. She's fire. She's fire. But yeah, yeah Chad Gable, man. Look, man. Oh, shout out, shout out, Chad. I mean, give it to Chad, man. Like y'all can't y'all can't pump fake like this and not give it to Chad. And I don't think you should get it at payback. Um. I think I think you should get it down the line. Um, I think it should be. I think if he is gonna go at Gunther at payback, it should be a disqualification so we can protect Gable. So yeah. you know what I mean. And then actually go to another pay per view that matters a little bit more, and have Gunther lose to Gable. Like, let's make this a real feud. Let's make this a real bloodbath. We're taking two people and two factions that are about excellency, and let's see who's more excellent. And let's pass the torch over to Gable properly right after Gunther beats the record for the Honky Tonk Man, and let's start a new era. If you're going to new tease era. this like this, like let's do it right now. If he just loses chat. and he moves on to somebody else, which is probably be, going to happen, which is probably going to happen, <laughs> I'll be highly disappointed. But I would like to see this fleshed out in a very real way. That's all I'm saying. 
Hey, and Chad is a funny name, by the way. I'm sorry for anybody out there named Chad, oh. but your name is funny. Chad. <laughs> Chad Why they do that, boy? That Chad. I don't, I don't know. Chad. You know. Chad Muska, one of my favorite skaters. His name's Chad. Oh, shout out to Chad Muska. <laughs> Chad Muska. A Chad Muska reference on that's the wrestling podcast with three black guys. That's my we, dog. Wow, we're, we're insane. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, let's take it across the hall real quick. At AEW, Billy Gunn. Oh, uh, looks something sick already. Look at this man. Look, he's already bothered by that 80K. Again. <laughs> Again. 80K. Let's talk about Billy Gunn, man. So, first of all, Billy Gunn left his boots. In the ring, I want to say uh, it was following a loss on collision to House of Black. Mm-hmm. It was about a month ago. And he just randomly returns on Dynamite as badass Billy Gunn? I don't know, y'all. WWE might want to call their <laughs> lawyers because I'm confused. I Can't he use that name? <laughs> like, what's going on here? You know what? I don't, I don't, I don't Cooley, think I was having. I was having the same thought as you, funny, because... I remember when Billy Gunn was, um, he was in TNA Impact, and his name was Kip James or something like that because he couldn't really go by Billy Gunn or Badass Billy Gunn anymore. So what changed? Why is all of a sudden, <laughs> why is he back to Badass Billy Gunn? Badass That's like nuts. Yeah, WWE let that slip him. off? He like, needs to retire, man. I thought he did. <laughs> Me too. He he I thought he did. No, he needs, you he, need to retire for real. I think uh, so. It's looking like he's um gonna be a part of the match with um the acclaimed versus House of Black, <laughs> yeah, at Wembley, and it's looking like that's gonna be his final match. So it, at least he'll get his goodbye in front of eighty thousand people and not just on a random collision. So I'm not okay. mad at it. Come All right, that's not bad. Go away. Okay, yeah, that's come not back bad. and get your go away match, and then. As bad as Billy Gunn, he probably got the co sign from legend. WWE to be right. able to use it. He, he might pop up with the um with the lips on his tights. Remember that? Like, oh, that would be I'm crazy, bro. Man. Yeah, he might pop up with that. Hey, Tony Khan, man. Tony Khan bread is long. Yo. I wouldn't be surprised if he paid for that theme. Like, yo, that would be insane, man. I'm man. with it though. Shouts to Billy Gunn, man. I'm, I'm, I'm saying I, you're really Gunn. retiring at Wembley. You know what I'm saying? Great career. I'm sorry the Rock didn't put you over, man. But you know, great career. Bro. <laughs> Hall of Side Famer. note. Hall of Side Famer. Note. Side note, the guns got one of the best interests at AEW, man. That's so Yo. Funny. Yeah, they do. Yeah. I don't care that what the IWC dope, says. Bro. I love them dudes. I love the guns, bro. I love the guns. <laughs> they dope. They're fire. Man. But speaking of retirement, we're going we gonna to bring it back and take it to another Ooh. legend. Edge, man. Our main Edge has fulfilled his contract, which is done in September. And um, supposedly a lot of blogs were saying that he was signing to AEW, but he just recently put out a video <laughs> saying he has an extension contract by WWE in his well, of email. Of course he does. And so <laughs> it's, it's a lot going on. Me personally, I believe that Ed should retire. I feel like he's at peace because he's going out at his own terms, and he did it in front of his hometown in Canada. So that's just my, you know... That's my thought on that. I, I, agree I love with that. Edge. I, I love Edge too. Um, that final SmackDown appearance was everything. The way they played it up the entire night had appreciation for his entire career. That was fire. There's no better way to go out than that. Now, I will say, I don't know about the, the match with Sheamus. It was fire. Don't get me wrong. It was an incredible match. But for Edge's final match as a professional wrestler i would like to see that against someone that he kind of had history with like maybe randy orton 
or John Cena, even Christian, mm. something. Sheamus just seems like a random opponent. And I know they tried to give us the backstory of how Sheamus got him to unretire or whatever. But at the end of the day, we ain't see that on TV. So it just came off <laughs> as Edge versus Sheamus. And <laughs> that's that's just not the retirement, retirement match that we wanted. So I don't know about that. But overall, it was a good show, and it's a good way to go out. So if this is it for Edge, hey, more power to you. You a legend. Hall of Famer. Legend. Um, look, no, um, absolutely not. Like I like, no, like, no, like, no, no. What? like who wants Bro. to, I don't want your last, I don't want Edge's last match to be on a SmackDown. Again, in Sheamus. Toronto though. And it was like 14,000 people there. It was a big audience. No, no. That's his edge we're talking about, man. Like, I don't care, bro. Like, it's random. It's on a SmackDown. It's (laughs) it's on a SmackDown, bro. Like, I don't want you retiring on a SmackDown against Sheamus, bro. Like, not at all. I think his main confliction right now is with the fact that his body is really, really hurt. And I don't think he can do this at a high level right now. And... I also How? think he and I also think he is kind of like going back and forth with the the fact that like honestly there is Edge and Christian and how much that means to him in his retirement, right? Mm. Um so I think he's just deliberating his options. Now do I think he's going to AEW? No. Do I think he's considering it's it heavily? Happening. I think he is. I think just because of just because of Christian Cage. Only, that's the only reason why I could see him considering That'll it. I'll be fired. But the reality but the only the reality I love it, but- Cause I'm like I'm like all right. There's a part of me that's like okay. I could see Edge signing the AEW or doing a one-off match with Crit with Christian um, to retire his career. Right? I could see that. So maybe there's some type of thought process in his head. But I think the real issue is the fact that he really isn't a hundred percent anymore, and it's getting to a point where like him wrestling is really hard. It's I like mean, how bro, old is like, he? He got to be like bro, 50 he's fifty. Something? He's yeah, fifty, like, like fifty or fifty. Oh, like, yeah. yeah, and he's and the level that he's doing it at is pretty high. And so I think he's just kind of like, bro, like I don't really know if I can continue doing this. And Mania is, Mania is like a year away, like right. a year or nine months, like 10, 10 to eleven months away. So to sign that extension would be like, you know, it had to be very limited, you know. Um, so I think he's just kind of deliberating whether or not like it's just best to call it quits right now, or if he wants to go off on a high note, and how to, and how he wants that, you know, because ultimately that's also factoring into his contract. Who's Look, he retiring against? I can say that I, I definitely don't see the AEW thing. Edge seems to me like the the type of person that is super loyal to WWE because they yeah, stood true. by him when he had to retire. He, they took care of him. They gave him network shows on yeah, on um, right. the WWE network. So I can't see him being like, all right, y'all, I'm about to go over here and do the thing with the competitor. Like, there's no way. Edge is Edge loves WWE. He's not going nowhere. (laughs) And they let they and they let him be in bed in the middle of a ring with his girl (laughs) in front of thousands of fans. Like who the live what was it? The live sex celebration? (laughs) That was was insane. I still that was the craziest thing. (laughs) Yo, he slapped John Cena's pops, bro. I still can't believe he did that, man. But yeah, shout Edge, out to Edge. Man. We'll see what happens. Shout out to Edge, man. We'll see what happens. Uh, I wonder how his. I have... uh, oh, wait, 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 wait. before we get off Edge, I just want to say okay. I, re- I really wonder how his run would have went had Cody Rhodes not get got injured. Because remember when Edge brought up uh, the Judgment Day thing? He was he was the leader 
But then Cody Rhodes, he tore his pec, and that's really what led to Edge turning back babyface and leaving the Judgment, Judgment Day and then having a lot more matches than he probably was supposed to at the time. No, so, like, I really no, wonder no. how that all would have played out had Cody Rhodes never been injured. It probably would have been so much different. It I don't know, but if, if he does have his final match at Mania, it needs to be against Cena. Facts. It needs to be against Cena, and he, it just needs to be a, a great. Because that was his, in my opinion, opinion his greatest. His nemesis. A lot, of versus say, Cena. Um, a lot of people say uh, against Orton, like Orton and uh, not Orton and um, Edge. But we don't Orton even know and, Orton can walk right now. So yeah, a lot of people say Cena and Orton was the was the was there like arch nemesis, but I don't believe that. For me, it was Cena and Edge, Edge were Edge, like yeah, was like Stone Cold and the Rock to me. Facts. So facts. Yeah. I, yeah, shout out Edge, man. At? Shout out Edge, man. Now, Drew McIntyre <laughs> and Matt <laughs> Riddle. <McIntyre'd. laughs> Drew McIntyre and Matt Riddle has joined forces, I'm y'all. And they call them <laughs> Nick Riddle. <laughs> hey, it's uh, hard. <laughs> they call them Nick Riddle, bro. Nick That's Riddle, bro. It's hard. Fire. It's hard. Nick Riddle. Nick Riddle I'm not going to hold you. Hey, yo. Hey, how, how long? How long y'all guys think this is gonna last, man? That's crazy. It needs to. Yo, I think this is gonna work. I know that. Look, people laughing at this right now, but I think it's gonna work. The crowd was into it. Let's be honest. Yeah. Mick Riddle, yeah. Drew McIntyre. Until Orton comes Drew. back. Dun, dun. <laughs> right. I, I think Orton is done, bro. Oh, don't say that. I don't think. I don't think. I mean, I, I love. I want Orton to come back, but I think he's done. I don't think he's. Coming I do back. too. And uh, yeah. a part of me feels like Drew might turn on Riddle, but I saw something recently saying that Drew McIntyre does a lot for Make uh, Make a Wish Foundation, and because of that, he doesn't want to turn heel because he lo- he loves the work that he does with the kids. So like, I, if that's the case, then I get it, and maybe this, maybe this is just what they're gonna be rocking with for a little while. Mick Riddle, I'm not but mad at if it. W- if WWE tells Drew that he need to be like Michael Jordan and say f them kids. He's turning hill. <laughs> he gonna say F. And kid. Orton is gonna come back and save his friend. Let's go, baby. That's what oh, you man. think. Well, what's really about <laughs> to happen is Orton is gonna retire because he he can't <sighs> do it anymore. And when we and McRiddle is about to be over as hell. Look, I you know Drew McIntyre. Like you know, I think Drew McIntyre is pretty good. You know, like I don't really care for him. Like as a wrestler, um, just in terms of like preference. But like the guy's incredible in ring, he's incredible on the mic. He's over with the fans. He's he's a one of a kind specimen. He's a generational talent. Like you can't get over. You can't despite whatever position he's in, he comes out of that ring and people are like clamoring for him, like top dog. And so you put him with Art with um Matt Riddle, and you already (laughs) see the reaction. Like the he's over. They're over. They are over immediately, man. And um, (laughs) they got a chemistry. So. And McRiddle is pretty funny, bro. Like I, right. I'm here for it. So let them just ride. don't bring that sword anywhere near the ring, bro. The he cut the ropes, back. bro. <laughs> bro, he yeah, cut sword. the ropes, bro. What's that going sword on? gives me like anxiety, dog. Like for real. <laughs> I'm saying, like keep like, that at home. Let's not bring yeah, that back. Bro. Let's not bring that back. But yeah, I'm here for McRiddle. Why not, yeah, man? Why shout not? Out, shout out to McRiddle, this, man. The, this definitely screams we had nothing for either guy, though. Like, Duh. it definitely screams we didn't know what to do with him or him. So let's just put them together. Yeah, right. they keep even right. drew far away from that, uh, far away from the World Heavyweight Championship for a while. Right, and they're feuding with the Viking Raiders. Like, it just screams we didn't know what to do. Yeah, keep yeah, them up, man. but they're over. So 
Hey, yeah, it is what it Over is. Hill. Yeah. And you know, the last thing I have on the rundown is um Terry Funk. You know, uh rest in peace mm. to a wrestling legend. Mm. Died at 79 years old. I can tell you my earliest memory of, ter- of Terry Funk. It happened in 1994, actually, but I was only four years old, so clearly I watched it a little later when I was a kid. Right. Uh, it was at Hardcore Heaven. <laughs> Bruh, it was so crazy. It was like the craziest thing ever. It was at ECW. Um, mm-hmm. Public Enemy came and interfered his match with Cactus Jack. And then they, they said, enemy. bring in the chairs. So, you know, the crowd threw chairs into the ring. And, and then out of nowhere, everyone... the whole crowd started throwing hella chairs in the ring. Uh, Terry Funk, uh, he he uh, faked the headshot and went down. And he was, you know, f- playing. I'm like, it was crazy, bro. To the point where Yo. Public Enemy was covered in chairs. Like, it was insane. That was, like, the craziest memory I can recall of wrestling, like, of, of all time, bro. It was crazy. Right, like. What I remember that, that moment. Bro. I forgot yeah. all about that until you brought it up. I just remember Crazy. everybody just throwing chairs in the Bruh, ring. That it, visual it's was on insane. Go yeah. look it up, y'all. I, t- I still think of... Uh, too, man. <laughs> Bruh. Yo, I still think of Terry Funk doing that crooked-ass moonsault off that ladder and landing on Sandman. Yo. And uh, I want to say, was it Stevie Richards? Yeah, I think it might have been BWO Stevie Richards. Richards. Like, oh that was the most crooked, old <laughs> moonsault I've ever seen. But Terry <laughs> Funk hit that. He hit that hole. He, he did it. Yo, rest in peace, Terry Funk, man. Yeah, Terry Funk. For me, Terry Funk was the reason why Mick Foley could become Mick Foley. And um, you know, somebody who's been around that long, who was able to have a second win of a career in the hardcore era and be respected as a heel in the capacity that he was before then, but then being a, a hardcore legend and pushing boundaries in a way that nobody else could. And, you know, quite possibly being the the instrumental reason why Mick Foley could become Mick Foley, man. I mean, right. like, rest Same. in peace, brother. A full life. Facts. You know what I mean? My my condolences and my prayers go with your family and loved ones. The whole family. And his protege, yeah. Tommy Dreamer, man. Pray, you know, prayers to him. Man, big you know? TD, man. Yeah. Chainsaw yeah. Charlie. Y'all remember that? Chainsaw Charlie? Nah, Chainsaw, I remember Chainsaw Charlie. Charlie Chainsaw. Man. I was like, what is this? Yeah, yeah rest in peace, sick. man. Rest in peace, Terry Funk. Well, y'all know what time it is. On this podcast, we love to give our flowers to our favorite African-American wrestlers, both past and present. And this week, I know who I want to nominate. I want to nominate my boy, Wes Lee. Wes Lee. Wes Lee's having an incredible career in NXT right now. His tag team partner, we all know what happened with him. He got, he, he got, he got let go a little while ago, and a lot of people thought that Wesley might not fare well without his partner. But you know what? Wesley proved all the doubters wrong. He's been killing it. He was the greatest North American champion of all time, easily. Had the best, longest run. And now he's killing it. He just had a main event with Carmelo Hayes, and he tore the house down with him. So, like, shout out to Wesley. I nominate Wesley for my Black Wrestler of the Week. Dang, that's actually really good, man. I, I didn't have Wesley at all. But now that you say, now that you say it, that's... It's a pretty good pick. My pick was, you know, just being honest, just being honest, it was Keith Lee. 
I, I, you know, I know, what? I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Why? I know. I'm just having a soft <laughs> spot. Hey, shout out to Keith Lee, though. We, uh, we love all black Keith wrestlers Lee, man. So I'm Shout out to Keith Lee. Having a soft spot. I'm having a soft spot for Keith Lee because I think he, Keith Lee is going through a really tough time over at AEW. Um, there were rumors or reports, um, which were kind of capped as well, that he walked out of an AEW event. Um, but the reason why he left was because, you know, AEW just didn't have anything planned for him. Um, and so like, damn, any, like, yeah, any, like anybody that normally sucks. would, they would go back to their hotel and just, you know, collect their paycheck and keep it pushing. And I think Keith Lee has a lot to offer as an athlete. I feel like he, as much as he was underutilized at WWE, I feel like he's being even more underutilized over at AEW. Um, I haven't seen him on TV in a long time. And this is a really talented guy. It's a guy who can, who can really go the distance. And, you know, at one point was like rivaling Brock Lesnar. So man, I, I, I really wanted to give him his flowers, but. Wesley, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, I don't get I more. didn't know that happened with uh, Keith as well. Yeah, this Keith, is, two Lees, Wesley and Keith Lee. That's funny. Yeah, but, yeah. Keith I, mean, I didn't know man. this happened with him. Yeah, it happened Lee with, uh, happened with him. It, it, was, it was first reported that it was kind of like um, like he walked out on a company, but that wasn't the case. Right. He just he okay. left because there was show. nothing planned for him. And that's just it's just tough, man. I hate to see my, my, black, my black wrestlers, you know, not that right. have the potential not really being utilized. All right, look. Well, I, I say Wesley. You say Keith Lee. But ultimately, it's Cooley's decision on who we decide to give flowers to this episode. Facts. And who, who we going with, Cooley? Hey, look, man. Much love to Keith Lee, you know. We we, we rock with you over here. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I'm giving it to two wrestlers. And one of those wrestlers is Wesley, you know, Quan's, you know, nominee. And I'm giving it to Carmelo Hayes. They made history. Shouts to Carmelo. They made history. The first mm-hmm. African Americans singles bout for in for WWE NXT Championship match. That is dope, man. Yeah, Shout out to the brothers. Fire. You know, and they did they thing. You feel me? Shout out to the brothers. Gotta give man. it up, Carmelo Hayes hey, and Wesley. Melo don't miss. Melo don't miss, and neither does Wesley. My, those are my yeah, guys, man. man. I've been following Wesley since the Rascals when he was in Impact. Sheesh. Oh, yeah. So, it was, that was their little thing. They would go, uh. So, shout out to Wesley, man. And shout out to Melo. Now that we got that out the way, y'all know what time it is. Y'all know what time it is. It's time to pack them up. Uh, And this week, I want to pack up a moment. Can I do that? Can we pack up a moment? This is our podcast. We can pack up whatever we want to pack up. I'm packing up a moment. Swerve, Swerve, you know you are Damn, a guy. You know swerve. you are a guy. Whoever wrote you turning on AR Fox this yeah. quick yeah. deserves to get packed up. Because Swerve and AR Fox was our favorite part of AEW for the last month. We was loving the Swerve and AR Fox duo. And now it's over? After, what, four weeks? It's over? That's it? Now, apparently... A.R. Fox couldn't make the Wembley show because I guess he has some type of prior engagements or something. And apparently he didn't let AEW know until the last minute. And they were upset about that. And that's why this whole thing happened with Swerve turning on him and him being kicked out of the group. And I get it. But there's other ways you can get around that. You can do an injury angle or something like we didn't have to write him out of the whole group just because he couldn't make the show. So for whoever wrote Swerve turning on um. AR Fox this early, you get packed up. It's probably Tony Khan. Come on, Tony Khan. Do better. Write a better show. 
Who are you packing up? Tony Khan. Sylvan. Oh, man. Y'all already know who I'm packing up, man. If you say Ronda Rousey, I would throw my laptop. Y'all know who I'm packing up, man. Y'all already know who I'm packing up. But since Uh y'all don't know who I'm packing up, I'm packing up Hulk Hogan. Oh, I'm with it. Well, Hulk Hogan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hulk Hogan, you lying, you lying you ass bastard. You lying mofo. Wait, was this the interview? <laughs> On the interview? What he yes. Said, boy. Yes. Yes. Capping. He up there. He, up there. Big capping. Big I wanted capping. to. I, I had to I pull it up. I can't stand that dude, man. I can't stand that dude, I had to pull up. I had to pull up. <laughs> to pull up the article just so I can. <laughs> Bro, yo, Hulk Hogan, man. <laughs> this man be Hulk, telling stories. Yo, stories. Hulk Hogan recalls being in Wembley Stadium with Michael Jackson, says he helped bring Simon Cowell to the United <laughs> States. Man, he came. <laughs> Hogan told a story about bringing Simon Cowell to the United States. He came to help the wrestling album. Long story, I'll make it short. I was in Wembley Stadium and I saw a lot of Make a Wish kids. It was me, Michael Jackson, Mr. T. It was all the Make-A-Wish kids during the 80s and 90s. I had a kid there that was in rough shape. The EMTs were with him, and he was on the stretcher, and you know, his body odor and stuff. It had a smell to it that I hadn't smelled in a while. Not bad, but it was just a different type of smell. What? Why was that even necessary? Bro, why was this even in here? I really wasn't sure what it was, and the parents were freaking out. They were hulkamaniacs. I told the doctors and the EMTs, you know, the kids in this kind of trouble here, you know. So let me say my goodbyes and give him a hug and a kiss. I got a nice place for him out at ringside at Wembley Stadium, and it was all roped off. So I went to wrestle, and I kept looking. I kept looking, and the kid wasn't there. Like, what this we, story, what we, what's going on? This story can go on and on and on, but, man, Hulk Hogan... If there was ever an option for me to to pack you up, I will pack you up every single episode, brother. <laughs> but you are definitely a liar. You've always been a liar. But I'm glad that people have been calling you out on this interview, bro, because there's no need. It was like, for what? Why are you doing this? <sighs> Get out of here, man. Like I said, when we found out that Hulk Hogan's hair was made to his bandana and it removes with the bandana, that's when <laughs> oh I knew Hulk Hogan God. was a liar. Because I that's thought insane, his hair was real bro. all these years. He's been wearing the weave since, like, 2001. He was called out what? for it, too, man. He's been Golly. wearing that Steve Harvey weave, man. Hulk Hogan. Yeah, Come man. on, brother. That's crazy. Pack him up. Yeah, he packed Hulk up. Hogan, we coming brother. for you. Nigga. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to say it so bad, but Cooley beat me to it. Don't worry. We're going to bleep that. We're going to bleep that, baby. My bad, my bad. <laughs> Who are you packing up, Cooley? John Moxley okay, ain't bleed this week. Yeah, he you can't get him this, this time. This, he did hit the blunt, though. Oh, John Moxley hitting the blunt. That was fire. The blunt. He looks in good shape. You know what I'm saying? Hey, he's looking good, man. This might be random, you know, but I'm packing up a WWE Hall of Famer. Oh, her name is Tammy Sunny. Tammy Sitch. Sunny. Oh, how you say her last name? Sitch. I think it's Sitch or Sitch. Snitch. Sunny is packed. Sunny, yo. So for those who don't know, mm-hmm. she just pleaded no contest to a DUI death. She killed somebody mm-hmm. while driving drunk, and she is facing mm-hmm. 25 and a half years, dog. Like, it caught up to her, yo. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, just... I feel like she's been, you know, going through the drugs and the alcohol since mm-hmm. early on. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy how mm-hmm. a lot of people was like, this is her karma for what she did to Chris. 
Ooh, I don't know if y'all saw that dark and the uh, dark Chris Candido. Side. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dark side of the yeah, ring. Man. I saw yeah, it. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, y'all gotta That's watch tough, that. man. It's tough, Damn, though. bro. Stop she drinking and driving, y'all. That's not cool. Yeah, it's yo. not the wave. That's not. It's not the wave. We don't. We don't condone that. But yo, she getting packed up. Right. Man. She looks hella different now too. She looks bad. Bruh. She used to be bad, but now she like yeah. bad. bad. It's, it's a different type. She she used to be Michael Jackson bad, but now she like <laughs> she like the new Transformer movie bad now. Like, dang, <laughs> dang I didn't even see that. I thought was gonna, I was gonna watch it. But I was like, ah, let me just relax. Bro, watch that. Shot. She did him dirty. Yeah, <laughs> poor Chris Candido. And HBK, oh, no, I was about the and HBK movie, was in but, there. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, our, yeah, come yeah. On. I ain't know about. Shawn Michaels did dirty, bro. Hey, yo, man. HBK is a wild boy. Look, bro, HBK, bro. he a born and grand Christian. He a good guy now, but back in the day, yeah. that boy was something else. Yeah, you saw the whole audience. Whole audience watched the episode, y'all. Man. All right. Well, look, now that we got all that out the way, we reached the end of the episode. It's been it's been actually been pretty hard to do this episode and keep our spirits up because we gotta address something that happened in the wrestling community that hurt all of our hearts so we lost bray wyatt one of our favorite wrestlers i want to say coolies favorite wrestler one of the greatest wrestling characters in the history of this business he passed away at the early age of 36 36 years old and that just shows you that you know you can't really take life for granted because you really never know what can happen None of us expected this. We all had our own personal relationships with Bray Wyatt as far as his wrestling character. We had a love-hate thing with his wrestling. But at the end of the day, we never want anything like this to happen to somebody. So rest in peace to Bray Wyatt. Uh, My heart goes out to his family. My heart goes out to his daughters. His daughters, his poor daughters. Going to have to grow up without a father. That's... It's tragic. It's tragic. And this was very yeah. unexpected. I didn't see it coming. Sanity. I was watching the clip um, of Booker T when he was talking live on his podcast. And he got the news as he was recording. And, like, just to see his reaction to it and, like, just his face go blank, that it, it really hurt. That, that shit hurt to watch, to be honest. So, man, rest in peace. Rest in Prayers peace. Prayers to Ray Wyatt. Man. Prayers to uh, JoJo, Bo Dallas. You know, his brother, his sister, dad, all that, man. I just want to say um, one of my favorite moments, one of my very favorite moments with Bray Wyatt was um, when he was teaming up with Roman Reigns. And Roman did the spear as Bray Wyatt pointed up and did the the finger click. Y'all remember that? That was Mm -hmm. incredible. That gif is going to live forever on the internet. That clip is always going to go viral whenever it's posted because, you know, Bray Wyatt was the man. This this hurts, y'all. This hurts. This hurts bad. This hurts bad. Yeah. I was at work when I found out, and I told my boy, and we both we just both stood in backstock and looked at each other like, wait, what? What? Rest in peace, Bray Wyatt, man. And on that, I hate to leave y'all on a sad note, but man, man, yeah. man. But 